Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman. With me today is my AEW Dynamite co-host, Derek. What's up? What's up? Derek, you know what time it is, bro. It's time for the intro. Boom. Everything Pro Wrestling, it can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Everyday Pro Wrestling, it can never be well, that was the intro. Shout out to my boy Monteezy hooking it up tonight. You heard him on AW Dynamite doing Sammy Guevara's theme song. Love it. Your boy, the, uh, what do they call him? Spanish God. Folks, do me a favor. If this is your first time checking out everything pro wrestling, do me a favor and make sure that you guys hit that like button for me. Uh, greatly appreciate it. It helps more people see the videos. If this is your first time checking out the channel, Hit the subscribe button, man. Does nothing but help me out. Uh, if you like pro wrestling, we talk pro wrestling all day, every day. And that's what we're doing here tonight. Also, with that being said, uh, we're going to review the entire AEW Dynamite show tonight. So if you're in the chat, make sure you guys are in there. Make sure you guys are lively, just talking in there. Uh, my chat's not popping up on the side tonight, so I'm going to be doing it for my phone. So you guys may not see me in there talking, but I'm reading everything that you guys are saying. Um, and right now, give a shout out to people who are in the chat. Shout out to original Biggie in the house. Obi-Wan. I see Derek as well. Sick, what's good, brother? Uh, Thomas Poster is in the house. Rob, what's good? What's good? Jesus DeLeon. Where you been, Jesus? You been sleeping, <laughs> man. Jesus, one of my favorites, though. Uh, Donnie, what's going on? Good to have you in here, brother. Um, what is... Oh, man. Yeah, we'll get into that, too. What's going on, Connor? Connor's also in the house. Thank you, guys. Almost at 10 likes. Somebody hit that double-digit mark for us. Um, yeah, so everybody's probably wondering, are we going to talk about the WWE stuff? We will. We'll talk about it at the very end, so we won't do any questions, but we will talk WWE. I'm going to tell you guys this now, though. I'm not going to be speculating on where people are going. I think that's kind of a, a crappy thing to do right now, where we're at with everything. Uh, but I do kind of want to just bring it up and talk about it. If I had the time today, I would have did an emergency podcast for it. But I wasn't home today. So I am just got home to watch Dynamite. And this is where we're at right now with it. But enough of the jibba-jabba. Let's, jibba talk, let's talk about AEW Dynamite tonight. Le Champion, Chris Jericho and Tony Schiavone on commentary again. I think these two did really good on commentary tonight. They definitely did. You know... Uh, it was it's uh, it was a whole lot smoother last time even though last time wasn't bad at all it, it just seemed a lot more cohesive yeah it seemed like Jericho was comfortable Jericho wasn't as outlandish but he picked his spots to be outlandish tonight yes yes definitely and when you have the champion being outlandish it's honest gold yeah it's good stuff 
Uh, tonight we started off the show with a Jake the Snake Roberts promo. Do 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 do. Trust me, Hell uh, Caesar. Uh, Jake the Snake comes out and he basically puts Lance Archer over. Um, I know a lot of people are probably wondering why has why has Jake been on Twitter talking about being quarantined and everything else. Jake said he was worried about his spot, but I think Jake doesn't understand. I think I really truly believe Tony Comedy said nobody would lose their spot if they needed to go home or whatever they had to do for this. Right. And I think Jake's just got that old school mentality for it. So I respect Jake's hustle, but Jake, bro, if you need to be home. Be home, bro. Yeah. You you put your time in the business already. Yeah. <laughs> you you you're you're a legend. You were a legend in the making, and you're a legend now. So yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think you're in any kind of jeopardy whatsoever. Yes, um, Prince Rockstar has joined us. What's going on, brother? Um, original Biggie has confirmed YouTube is acting up tonight. Randy Tuggle, what is going on, man? I appreciate you. Uh, Jeremy Harris is also in the chat. Doug in the house. So yeah, yeah. If you guys got thoughts, like I said, I will come back to them uh, during this and read it. Just try to stay one step ahead a little bit because, you know, the stream's a little behind when we're talking. But uh, shout out to everybody listening to the audio form of the podcast as well. But let's get back to this Jake promo, though. Jake really put over Lance Archer here as a threat. I think he's been doing a really good job with that. Lance Archer seems to be one of the favorites to win now from a lot of people. Uh, I would say he's definitely in the top three to win this title. I I would agree. Um, You know, Jake the Snake just puts out great promos. I mean, you, you can't. You can't really dispute it. If you really dispute that, there's something wrong with you. Honestly, in my opinion, because he's put out a promo every time when it has anything to do with Lance Archer, and it's done perfectly. You can't ask for anything more than that. And I agree, Lance Archer is definitely top three right now. He's he's on a tear. Obviously, we know that that's that's the purpose. You know, you gotta you gotta have him come in and, and be a beast. Can't just bring him in and like oh you know like like well we won't mention well yeah i don't want to see him lose as a big man yeah uh, there's some big men who lose and then they're kind of like they're valueless after that so they're doing a good job with him right now uh rob in the chat just put archer should be should uh, excuse me should have been bigger in the business years ago but he's in his prime now and oddly enough it looked like the uh stream acted up so hopefully people can uh refresh and get back in here. This thing, YouTube is acting weird tonight. Weird as hell. And it just just refreshed again. Yeah. So it's probably just acting up a little bit. Yeah. But we're going to keep it going, D. Because they're recording this anyway for the, uh, the live portion of it. Right, right. So... We get into the uh, video package. We had Cole Cabana and Lance Archer. They do a great job building this up. Cole Cabana, the longtime veteran... Uh, trying to figure out how he's going to get the victory here. He's he's in the mix, but you know what Colt's here for, yeah. honestly. He's uh, the longtime guy who could put people over, teach wrestlers, and maybe do some commentary and stuff for right, him. Right, right. Uh, Lance Archer is the man right now. This is his time. I think he's in his late 30s, early 40s. I'm not sure. But this is Lance Archer's time to shine. If he's going to do something, this is the time. Yeah. So I say you work with him here. Honestly, I mean, because... Everybody wants they're, they're, it's split in it's split between three people: Lance Archer, Cody Rhodes, or Darby Allen winning the title. I would have to say, as strong of a push that Lance Archer has gotten, I would not be shocked if he won the title. 
No, he he deserves that. I mean, honestly, he he's done what he what he's had to do to get to where he's at, and Jake has also put him over by far for him to be in the position that he's in. So, Lance Archer, if if he wins this, I won't be mad. I would love to see Darby Allen win it, but if Lance wins it, I'm not mad about it. No, me either. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Rob just put Archer's 43 in the chat. Thank you, sir. See? Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But we get into this matchup here. This match was kind of a, a basic wrestling story. So when you look at this, you got Cole Cabana, the, the veteran, Lance Archer, the up-and-coming big man. Um, <laughs> during the entrance, I have to bring this up. Lance Archer rocked a fan. <laughs> Like, dude, that was that was perfect. Like, nobody expected. Like, he just decked a fan right in the face. We don't even know who it was. It was just, just somebody there. All of a sudden, you just see him going around the whole ring, and then all of a sudden, you just see, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had to, listen, what's his catchphrase? Everybody dies. So, true. Lance Archer true. was going in there. Um, yeah, dude. This was this was a sad one here. It was. Um, watching this, Lance Archer winds up getting the victory here. Uh, Colt got some offense in, but Lance Archer basically won with the blackout that reversed Razor's Edge into a powerbomb. Uh, like, he's got him forward, but then he slams him down. He gets the victory here. Colt did what, the best thing he could there, but I thought Jericho was really good during this match. Yeah, oh yeah. Th- this is where he shined the most. I was just like, he made the title still feel prestigious, but at the same time, he put Archer over, but said, if that was me... He reminds you he's a wrestler. If that was me, I would have knocked his teeth out. Though. Right, exactly. Talking, he's still talking trash. So good heel work. Good heel work by Chris Jericho here. Um, next up after this, we had a promo from Britt Baker. Uh, let me just tune into the live chat here and see if anybody is saying some stuff for us. Uh, some people six said Darby Allen is going to win the tournament. He's calling it now. Dude is like the second or third biggest star in the company. So Sick believes it's Darby Allen's time. Uh, Archer looks like one of the three centaurs from God of War, Rob wrote. <laughs> Peace, Rob. Peace. Inappropriate, good sir. Honestly, though, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Darby Allen won it either. You know what I mean? Dar- Darby has come a long way, and he has proven himself. But, you know, it's, it's at that point now, if Lance wins, not mad. Either way. How could you be? I, I honestly just think that it's time for them just to let people shine, man. You're yeah. at that point. I don't think some of these guys need to to play around. And I like the fact that they added this belt because it's going to give somebody a chance to shine. Yeah, yeah. Because because let, let's let's just face it. Not every person on the car or on the roster is going to be a main eventer. Yeah, that's just a fact of pro wrestling. I think people forget that sometimes. Like, oh, they should push this guy, and I'm like, dude. Not everyone's going to be the champion. Not everyone can be the champion. No. It just doesn't work that way. Nope. Um, Casey's in, and he just said, uh, what's going on, B-Boy Skyline as well? Casey Briggs came in and just said, I thoroughly enjoyed Dr. Britt. So uh, Dr. Britt Baker comes in with a promo. She talks about rule number one. Has the little classic uh, board, like if you're doing a training seminar for work. <laughs> Like, ah, shit, they're bringing this out. We're about to have to take notes. Uh-huh. Uh, Britt Baker comes out and says, rule number one, always fight fair. Do you believe that? Do you believe that with heel Britt Baker? No. Never trust heel Britt Baker. Not at all. Not at all. 
Britt, Britt Baker, um, I think she did a really good job in this promo. Uh, we were talking about it before. I really think that Britt Baker has come out of her shell. I think she's much better in this form rather than her being in the... Um, what do I want to call this? Like that baby face they tried to push her as? Yeah. Um, she, she feels more at ease because it gives her a chance to feel cocky because she's a wrestler and a dentist. So she's she's basically getting two paychecks. So if you if you well 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 kind of I'll I'll make a reference to music. Um, Ludacris had what five record deals? It was making money off of five record record labels. Was he? I, it it was. I didn't know that. It was like some astronomical amount of like how many checks he was getting. And I'm like, dude, that that's ridiculous. So for her to get two paychecks, really, it, one out of her own. B- business coming to her basically and then getting paid to be on TV to wrestle I would say being a cocky dentist and a wrestler is the way to go for her She and she does it very well mm. and I'm looking at the chat right now um, Rob took a, a dump on Cody saying he doesn't need the title I, I think eventually he may have to get it though to have uh, something for himself yeah. Um, Prince Rockstar said that uh, Dr. Britt stole Bailey's gimmick as a role model. Uh, Rob said, Britt is finally starting to click with me. Six said, I'm sorry, I'm just not a fan of Britt. He's not feeling it still. Prince Rockstar said, Britt's growing on me. And Casey responded to Six saying, I couldn't tell. Uh, it's week in and week out. So, yeah. Yeah. That you, you have, you've got different things that are happening here with her. Britt Baker is on a path to uh to to doing something better. I think she has to do some dastardly act though. She has to. She it has to be a moment where she has to almost snap. Yeah, she she needs to let that that rage come out of her or whatever yeah. as a heel and then she can still go with like I'm the crazy role model. I don't know. They they they've got work to do with this. She she has to just show her veracity. Just but, call, it a, call it a day. But her just being like that snide, um, prissy, like, uh, you know, you it's the girl from high school you hated. Right. That's exactly. Britt Baker. Exactly. Like, you're just like, oh, you cappuccino drinking. <laughs> beep, beep. You know, like, okay. All right, you can get down with that. Um, so after that Britt Baker promo, we got something different that I have not seen AEW take advantage of, but I guess I'll get your thoughts on it to see. Tell me if you liked it. And same thing, chat. Tell me if you like this. The Ariel Hawani um, thing. He comes out and predicts like Jake Hager's going to win tonight. Uh, talks about his MMA background. If you guys don't know, Ariel Hawani covers a lot of the uh, UFC MMA fights that happen that are covered by ESPN. I think I think he does a great job. I actually enjoy watching his interviews with talents. Um, wh- what did you think of this, D? Like They had Taz do one too. Taz predicted Moxley wins. Uh, Ron Funches, the comedian, was here. Uh, Ron Funches is silly as hell. If you guys have never seen a stand-up, check him out. Um, he predicted Moxley to win. What, what did you think of them adding all these people? They had Mike Goldberg in at one point. Then yeah. I just stopped writing the names down because there were so many people. Yeah, so many. Like the MMA guys took his side and then everyone else took Moxley's side. Right. Uh, actually, I liked it. I liked it a lot because it was basically... They made, they made this out to be like a UFC or MMA UFC type kind of fight. Or like you know uh, the the, uh, the tale of two tapes, as uh, Tony Atlas would say. You know what I mean? So wait, Tony Atlas? Yeah, Tony Atlas. To- the wrestler Tony Atlas? No, 
Tony Atlas uh, boxing. Oh, man, yo, get out of here. I'm thinking Mark Hammer. <laughs> no, not, not, not that Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas tagging with Rocky's dad. That's what I think when I hear Tony Atlas. Get out of here with that. Uh, what is going on, PR Nightmare? I saw you just joined us in here. Uh, there's a great conversation in the chat going on about Britt Baker. Uh, some people think she's going to be champ. Um, Casey showing some respect to Six. Ain't not everyone's going to like her, and they're still growing to do. Uh, I'm, I'm really digging the chat tonight. I'm feeling it tonight. Uh, let's see here. Do we get a triple threat for the women's title, Jesus asks, between Sheeta, Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose? I'm going to kick it to you again, D, for that one, because we're about to talk about Britt Baker's match. So, right. Do you think we see a triple threat for the title next? I, I think we do. I think we do. We have to. I think we have to figure out a way that Sheeta doesn't lose this clean, so that she can come back and say she needs a rematch later again. Yes. Um. I. I still. I still go with what I say. What I said before. It has to be. Sheeta has to get screwed some kind of way by Britt Breaker to make it a triple threat match, because Sheeta is number one contender, but I feel it's too early for her to win. The title right now. I think I think you got to let Nyla run with this for a little bit. I think Nyla earned it. She's done a good job, and it's weird that she's not here right now too. Yes. So that's that's very odd to me. Um, yeah. So Jesus, I think that they should do it too. I I, I really think they should because it some way some way somehow Sheeta gets screwed, then Britt Baker takes on Nyla Rose, and Nyla defeats Britt Baker. And I, th- I think that's, I, I would, if I was booking this, I would say that would be the time Britt Baker actually snaps. They could, they could do something like that. I don't know. Maybe Britt, she doesn't, maybe she doesn't need to snap. Maybe she continues with this role model. I'm Prissy. It depends on who she really is as a person. Uh, I'm going to let you respond to uh, Jesus there. <laughs> uh, but we get Cassandra Golden versus Britt Baker. Cassandra Golden. Let Ooh. me just say. Yeah, uh, but this is the second time I think we've seen her on AEW television. Uh, she's taking on Britt Baker here. This was a squash match essentially. Uh, it was done really quick. Britt Baker picks up the win when she makes her bite down on the rope and stomps her like head, and uh, kind of you know it's a hurting the mouth move. She's a dentist, if you didn't know, and uh, it makes sense for what they did right here. But you know what though, she she definitely sold that move. Yeah, she did a great. Her hands shaking was perfect. Yes, that that that's how you need to sell moves. And and you know what, this AEW episode I really liked because they were doing exactly what we talked about last week. Bring in the people who have been wrestling on Dark. Let them get a full time run on. You know, Dynamite to let them showcase what they can do because. I'm pretty sure you have a good handful of talent that can go. And this would be the opportunity. If if all your main roster staff isn't here, but you have the AEW Dark staff, let them come on and put on a show for you. Yeah, let me read uh, Randy's uh, message here. Randy Tuggle in the chat says, uh, Triple threat matches and six-man tag stuff have been overdone with WWE. I like the singles matches and standard tag booking with AEW. I like it too, Randy. I'm just trying to save Sheeta a loss here because I think Sheeta is a future champion. I don't know if they haven't realized this yet, but to me, Sheeta's been the MVP of the division. Yes. I don't know how people haven't seen this. And that's no disrespect to Rio, Nyla Rose, or anybody who's been champ. I just think Sheeta has been the best 
uh, woman to, in the division. Like, her matches have been better than the rest. She's kind of stood out even in the singles she's matches. She's been very consistent. Right. And I think since she's number one contender, I don't want her to lose right now. But at the same time, I don't want her to lose to Nyla Rose. But you could possibly tell a really good story with that, too. If you think in terms of uh, New Japan booking, sometimes you losing means more because you're still on the story of how can I get to this title and I've got to climb back to get to it. True. If AEW could do storytelling like that, I'm good with it. Yeah. But th- they got to tell the right story. Right. Or, or you could or you could play it off and do it. Give Sheeta her number one title, uh, number one contender match for the title. And then have Britt Baker screw her in that match. You could. You could to further along that story, because, too. Yeah, because then she'd have never, full, like you said, never fully won or never fully lost in a, in that way. You know, it wasn't a clean loss. And and Rob says that the Golden One sold that move very well. She yeah, did. The, the handshake she was did. good. The handshake was good with that. I like it. I would consider bringing her back again. I would. To, to see what she could do. I would, too. Give her, give her some AEW dark matches. Um, next up, guys, I have a question for everybody in the live chat. Uh, is AEW's pay-per-view happening? I was so confused by what I read. And shout out to Jesus DeLeon in the chat who tagged me in this. I think he tagged a bunch of people from our group. Yeah. But so I was confused when I read it. It sounds like the pay-per-view is still on. But then I also read it and it sounds like it's the next week. I- I'm confused. Like I know the Dynamite's canceled. That's happened. That was supposed to happen there, and there's going to be refunds given out for it. But what's the deal with the pay per view? Like, is it happening on the twenty third or or what day was? It? I can't I, even remember. I think it was the twenty third. And then I think the 29th It said that there was a show. I'm yeah. so confused by all of this. So the only thing that I'm thinking is maybe they're doing a double show. But then you would still have to you still have to announce if you're doing a two shows. Right, or maybe they're doing an empty arena show. Maybe they can get away with doing that. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'm confused by this. So if somebody in the chat knows, is the pay-per-view happening and on what day it's happening, uh, please fill me in on that. Definitely. Um, some people are saying empty arena. Uh, I don't think w- blood and guts is going to happen until this virus is over. I agree with that, Randy. Uh, yes, it's happening in an empty arena. Man, do you think people are going to pay 50 bucks for that? <sighs> I'm, I'm wondering, bro. Like, yeah. Hey. I, I don't know that 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 would be tough. That would be tough. I mean, they Vince said they're going back to live shows. Well, we're getting into that later. I'm not even speaking on that shit. That's a whole nother topic for another day with him. But I don't know how this is going to work out for AEW. This is going to be a completely different type of scene. I think. I mean, honestly, you you could do it. But it, it still would be empty arena, but you would have to, like, there has to be, like, TVs in there. You know what I mean? Like, like how, how you would go to a bar and watch a sports, a sports event, but and, the, like, the, the crowd cheers have to be, like, piped in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, I don't know. They're, they're gonna it, have would, to... it would be very difficult to do. I you know what I like I honestly love the way NWA incorporates people I don't know if you guys have watched the Squared Circle shows on YouTube but they would have YouTubers or you know people on the up and coming like uh, my man File Original File popped up on one one time and was watching it and was giving his thoughts like hey yeah this is really good I like the fact that this person uh, came out and said this blah 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 and it's like he pops up in the bubble like the old school interviews and he's giving his thoughts on it and then you have the wrestlers do the same thing I, that could break up some of the monotony. I don't know. They're going to have to be 
very they careful. Be, yeah, they're, they're gonna have to be very careful, but very creative at the same time. Um, let's talk about the uh, bubbly bunch. Chris Jericho, you are gold, bro. You get the you get the golf clap for that. Exactly, bro. Whoever thought of this, hilarious. Number one, the graphics for this. It was set up like the Brady Bunch. Nothing's better than Jake Hager being Bobby Brady at the bottom. Right. <laughs> like nothing better. Um, you had uh, PMP. They they were just chilling in the corners doing their thing. Jericho up at the top. Sammy also next to uh, one of the boxes. But then. The oddest thing, bro, out of all this. The oddest of the oddities. Why were Jericho's two dogs filling in the <laughs> other spots? Release the hounds! But uh, Jericho, this was gold, bro. It and was. It was. They start off with uh, Santana like, yeah, man, we should bust these fools up. They're just talking crazy back and forth on their phones, just holding them up like, yeah, dude, we should be busting people up doing this, this, and this. Uh, then Ortiz is in his car. <laughs> Or no, not in his car. I'm sorry. He's in like his uh, family's playroom. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. He was in his car for the uh, the Hager Moxley, who's gonna win stuff. You know, they yeah. all picked Hager. Oh yeah. Uh, he's in like his family's room, and he's got like bears and stuff set up in there, like while he's talking. Just looks so weird. Um, funny background. Sammy's working out and throwing weights around and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah. He said that I was fake Spanish, and he starts punching the uh, punching bag. Counting down. I'm just like, dude, these dudes are just wild. The funniest part, I think, to us was Chris Jericho in this. Dude, Chris Jericho is making one egg on the stove, a fried egg on the stove. <laughs> flips that bad boy over, sunny side up. Chat, how do you like your eggs? <laughs> exactly. Uh, how do you like your eggs, dude? Uh, hibachi style. Scramble? What the hell? What the hell's hibachi style <laughs> eggs, dude? Scramble. All right, all right. Lots of cheese. American pepper jack. Nah. It's only scrambled in the, the fried rice and chicken. So you don't eat regular eggs is what you're telling me. Exactly. You're missing out, bro. Nah. Anywho, <laughs> Jericho's making an sake, egg. Sake, <laughs> Don't give Jericho no ideas with the sake. <laughs> this dude, so he sets up a glass. I don't know what he was cooking on. It looked like a flat top. Like, it, it, I think it was um, a flat top burner. Yeah, but, but it just looked like it was made of stone or something. <laughs> so he's got his juice next to him there. And he pours it regularly, like, for the first half. And they completely misses, like, afterwards. I don't know why we just looked at each other and just started laughing. Maybe spilled orange juice isn't funny to most people, but it was funny to us. I don't know why. We were just cracking up. Uh, Jesus De Leon says scrambled. Six says scrambled. Um, Bubbly Bunch was the best thing on the show, Rob said. Ortiz was wild for what uh, he said. I wonder if they were going to cut what he said. Yeah, Ortiz is tripping. Six said, Hibachi, Derek, really? Might as well uh, had said that with your pinky out. <laughs> Peace, bro. Uh, Derek just put his pinky up for those. Uh, looks like a lot of scrambled fans in the chat. I don't mind Sunny Side Up, too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just nasty. Uh, uh, you know, it's Sunny, sunny Side I like to mi I, I mix it up though. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? No, we're not gonna have the yolk runny today. Today's gonna be. I, I just yeah. mix it up. Okay, so but like you know what it is like. You like deviled eggs, don't you? Nah, hell, oh god, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I I used to eat eggs a lot as a kid, <laughs> and then one day I just got tired of them. I like I I thought I like I had I was being super super fat. I had like six eggs. 
that I was trying to scramble. Casey Casey Briggs just came in with the uh, breakdown of the stove. He said it was an induction stove, so the areas next to the burners are still cool. Shout out to Casey. There you go, Casey. Casey, wow. wonderful. Casey, you need to you need to hook up at Lowe's. Sell them appliances. They make just as much as the managers. If you guys didn't know, former go. Lowe's employee. But uh, yeah, I, I was making six eggs one day. Why the hell were you making six eggs? I have no idea. I was just like. You, you left the shell in it, didn't you? I left something in it. I don't know what what it was. And <laughs> you I dropped just... the screw in the tuna? <laughs> I dropped the screw in the tuna. Mm. My man Obi-Wan just said hard-boiled. Jesus said sunny side is not bad. Speaking of sunny, she's got a great video for you guys to watch, but message me after this and I'll tell you exactly. about that. Exactly. Um, style. But I thought this was a funny segment. Like Rob said, excellent work done by everyone involved. Jericho is making these guys more relevant just by them being associated with him. Yes. So well done. Puts the group over. And I think we should see these more often. We should. I, I think we should get these a lot more than uh, just a one-time thing. Mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it like every single show, but you know, like space it out a little bit. Now, our next match. We got one of our favorite wrestlers from AEW Dark. My man, Suge D. That's how you properly say it. Suge D. Uh, or Sugar Dunkerson. Um, <laughs> also better known now as Pineapple Pete. Uh, he's taking on the Spanish God. Say it right. Say it. Go ahead. Spanish God. Sammy Guevara. He is in a big matchup with Sammy here. Um Essentially, this was a squash match. Now, listen, I was tripping. I said that this could be the match where you let uh, Suge D win this. It would have been cool. I think he could have had like a one, two, three kid moment here. It's going to happen one of these times, I'm it, telling it you. It really is. Somebody's going to roll somebody's ass up and be like, what the hell just happened here? Right. Um, so it's coming. Remember who told you first. Uh, Sammy, though, basically annihilates him. And Jericho brought up a good point. He was like, look it, Sammy's being smart right now. And they're like, how's he being smart not going for the pen? He said, he's trying to get TV time. He's walking around showing his face to the cameras. Why beat a guy in a minute when you can, when you can beat him in three or four and get more TV time? Exactly. Not a bad point, Mr. Jericho. Not at all. Um, after this match, though, Sammy beats him with this torture rack GTS. I don't know if there's a name for that move yet. Chat, I, I tell me. I haven't heard one for it. I, I, I can't even think of one for it, but Sammy, I'm sure, will come up with something. The GTS to the face, though, from the torture rack position. One, two, three. It's lights out for Suge D. Uh, Suge D is someone who I think should get another opportunity to show up here. Uh, I thought he did a really good job in this match. He, he sold, sold He sold that move, too. Yeah, he, he took everything, like, really well. Any moves that he gave him, that lightning kick in his back. Yeah. He went down with everything. Uh, Sammy gets the win. And after this match, though, D... The wild thing that happened was Sammy gets on the microphone and starts talking crazy about Darby Allen. Called him a, a half face painted freak. And Darby Allen, I don't know where this dude comes from or how fast this guy is, but he slid into the ring so quick and Sammy got out of the ring so quick. I'm looking forward. To me, this is going to be the match that steals round one, in my opinion. I agree. I totally agree. These dudes are going to go at it for this. Uh, Darby Allen looked like a complete star making the save for the uh, defenseless, you know, new guy in the company who took the loss. Uh, Darby looks good here, and I'm hyped for their match. Yeah, I think that, uh, dare I say, five-star match. Uh, what's going on, Steve? Good stuff here. Uh, Sick said that uh, Sonny was 20 years too late with that video. Q 
keep it PG sick. <laughs> Sunny side up. Um, Casey said, Suge Knight in the chat. We don't speak of that man on here. Suge Knight's a bad boy. And no pun intended with that either. <laughs> uh, Steve, good to have you with us, though, brother. Uh, PR Nightmares talking about um, the thing. PR, we're going to talk about that at the end of the program. You came in after that. Uh, Randy says, put Suge D up against Orange Cassidy. And Casey is yelling Darby Allen. He did have on the attire tonight, D. The shorts, he was back in the original form. Oh, wait. But, but he had like the, I don't know what you call that thing, like a cloak or a coat. I you know what? I don't know. Because it, I want to say, I want to say it's like a, like a long scarf. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. No, I you're don't. definitely wrong. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely like a, a jacket or a coat kind of thing that drapes over. It's one of those weird things. But D, speaking of things that are draping over, guys, are you having problems with hairs draping over? Because if so... You cannot do anything better than go to manscaped.com and use the code EPWSHOW for 20% off. Manscaped has this wonderful lawnmower 3.0. This thing does tremendous work. Uh, I saw Rob tag me on Twitter. He got his today. Thank you for using the code EPWSHOW, brother. I appreciate you. You guys got to get one of these. Uh, it, It works for the guys. It works for the ladies. This thing is functional. Honestly, I haven't even charged it yet, and this bad boy's still going. And listen to how that how that sounds. That, that's Here, very light. We'll bring that to the mic. That, that it's durable. It's got a good feel to it too. Got a gr- um, got a little grip. Yep, got a little grip on. It's got the light. Now, um, speaking of that, I know Derek ordered it, so we're gonna get Derek's personal opinion on it in a second. <laughs> There's no demos, trust me, folks. So you'll be fine. <laughs> YouTube, YouTube won't allow that. Um, now, Manscaped, we've also got the uh, the ball toner here. Uh, it's got active pH control with it. Um, you, you've got a lot of things right here, man. Uh, it says for any time, pick me up. Uh, spritz your goods once or twice, and then you just let it air dry. Simple directions. Anybody could do this. And we also have the uh, ball deodorant. Now, guys, you put deodorant under your armpits. You know you stink after the gym, bro. You know, you got to wash up, put some deodorant on. Why not put some on your balls too, right? Right. Put some on your goods. You have to treat them nice. And ladies, you can treat your bits right too. I get it. I get it. Listen, clean ladies are a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But um, I think everybody should go to manscaped.com, use the code EPWSHOW, get that 20% off. But Derek, tell them, have you you used this yet? I have used it. I have. Used Hold on, let me, let me practice my laughter. I can't even take this serious. Tell the people about your experience using it. Honestly, and don't get too graphic because I will turn this off. But how, how do you feel about uh, this? Honestly, I would I would recommend it. Honestly, it's it's very smooth. It's very light. It does what it it does what they say it's it's supposed to do. I would recommend this for anybody, men or women. Which it doesn't matter who buys it, go out and buy it. It works. I like it. Simple. Didn't get too nasty. And uh, did you play Welcome to the Jungle when you first used it? Ah, you know what? Too much. Too much info. Uh, I saw somebody say that uh, I use it on my arms in the chat. I probably could. 
I probably could. I would make a very derogatory joke back right now, but I'm on the air. So just know that there could be one coming your way for saying that shit. <laughs> but um, guys, go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code EPWSHOW. Get 20% off. And you guys will be more than satisfied with your purchase. Not only will I thank you, your balls will thank you too. And speaking of the promo code EPW show, if you guys go to powerslam.tv, you guys can use the promo code EPW show, get one month free of indie wrestling. I know during these times of quarantine, maybe you're sitting there and you're bored and you're like, hey man, I want to catch up on some new wrestling. Why not check out some independent wrestling? Go in there, put in whatever promotion you want. You guys can find some stuff. I've seen stuff on there from Nyla Rose from back in the day. Uh, Darby Allen. There's a lot of good matches on there. So go to powerslam.tv. Use the code EPW show. One month free on me. And last but not least, got to give a shout out to my good friends, Everything College Basketball. Josh Burton holding it down with the College Hoops Talk. His Facebook group has been tremendous. He's putting out podcasts every week. So make sure you give him a subscribe. Everything College Basketball, number one in your hearts for some basketball. I appreciate Josh Burton for that as well. Definitely. Let's get back to some AEW, though, good sir. Let's talk about super bad Kip Sabian with his bad girl, Penelope Ford. Um, there was a look at the camera for those listening on the podcast version. Um, and then we've got him taking on Chuck Taylor versus Orange Cat, or excuse me, with Orange Cassidy. Right. Uh, Orange Cassidy always steals the show with the best friends here. Exactly. All the time. All the time. Um, what did you think of this match, Derek? I actually thought this was good. And I, I, I mentioned this to uh, CJ before. Um, Kip Sabian, to me, feels like he should be a finesse wrestler. Because he does everything in slow motion. But I do agree with you when you say he does too many things at one time. Like, he's, he's good. Like, like there, there, there was a couple times where he was in the ring... Getting ready to like go, you know he had he had Chuck Taylor in in the corner and going for like gearing up for a move to you know to go hit him in in the corner and he's like it's like moving real kind of slow like like dude just do the move yeah he, he sometimes he puts a little too much extra in there but I think Kip Sabian's another standout from this he's he's in that middle of the ground pack kind of right now in yes. AEW that's that TV. Or I guess TNT, we'll call it the TNT title, like, ranking position. Right. A lot of these guys are going to try and stand out from this. And I think Kip Sabian could eventually benefit from this title being around. Um, congratulations to him and Penelope Ford. They just recently were engaged. Uh, saw that on Twitter, so give them a shout-out. Yep, congrats, congrats. Now, when it comes to this match, uh, they did a lot of back and forth here. I thought both guys looked good. Chuck Taylor with a lot of the thumbs up, some of the classic stuff that he used to do. Uh, some people said that there was some, like, talking about Chuck Taylor being fat on commentary. I don't know. I didn't really hear this, but I was tuning out commentary for parts of this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jericho had mentioned how you don't have to be physically fit or, like, in shape or have to have, like, in so many words, like, you don't have to have a body to be good at wrestling. Does that bother you if somebody doesn't look like that? Like, look, let's be honest here. I'm not Mr. Like healthy and I'm not chiseled out of stone. So I get it. I respect anybody who gets in the ring, does this thing for pro wrestling. Does it matter to you how like someone like Chuck Taylor looks? Because he's not the stature of a really big man like a Yokozuna or someone of that nature. But he, he's got a stomach, but who cares? Like he's still amazing. He did like three moonsaults tonight. Yeah. Um, honestly, 
the physical appearance does not matter to me. I think the part that matters to me is when the the attire doesn't fit the body like it should. So like Chuck Chucky e. T, yeah, he's got a he's got a he's got a gut, but his pants don't seem like they like they they seem like they're just a tad bit too short for him. Yeah, I'm tired of you. You're skinny. Look, I don't care. <laughs> Chuck Taylor, you do you, bro. I don't give a shit how you feel. You do you. Do you. It's it's up to you however you want to do it. But um, I get it. I get that some people want to point it out about him. I guess. I'm not I'm not a body guy. I, I don't, don't care. I don't care. As long as you can put on a show for me, I'm it, good. It doesn't matter. So It doesn't matter to I, me. Honestly, I like variety in body types, too. I think if you had too many, like, chiseled dudes, I wouldn't want that. Right. No offense. If you guys remember Bull Dempsey, like, give me a dude like that sometimes. Or yeah. Rhino. Like, they're not chiseled yeah. out of stone. They're big dudes who lift weights, but they're, they're just like... Boss, man. Yeah, they're big bones, you know? Like, they're about <laughs> to throw some ham hocks. Like, exactly. yeah, get yeah. into it, bro. Um, this match ends here with crazy, like, overbooking. So Penelope Ford gets on the apron, provides a little bit of a distraction. Uh, similar to what Casey Briggs said, she's off the market like any of us had a chance with her anyway. Speak for yourself, bro. Shoot your shots, boy. Shoot your shots. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Ne- never count yourself out of the fight. Exactly. But Penelope Ford gets on the apron. She's flirting a little bit with Chucky, distracting him. And eventually, uh, he moves out of the way. Kip Sabian gives her a kiss, whatever. That they go back and forth. Then Orange Cassidy gets up there and takes his jacket off. <laughs> I can't even do the stuff he was doing. Points to his lips and stuff. And he puts his hands in his pockets. And it gets wild. But Jimmy Havoc, who was like constantly yelling in this match, hops over the barricade and delivers like a... He kind of picked him up for a DDT. Like a yeah. inverted DDT onto the ground. Orange Cassidy is out. And this causes enough of a distraction for Chucky to get rolled up. Chuck Taylor is rolled up. One, two, three. Kip Sabian picks up the win here. Uh, after, or excuse me, after Penelope then hits a hurricane right off the yeah. top rope, uh, which which she does very nicely. Yeah, yeah. She's that's some Lita style shit. I respect it. Yeah. Uh, Aubrey definitely saw her slide out. Probably didn't wonder what happened. But look, it's pro wrestling. I'm going to let this one rock. Because she didn't see it physically happen. Right. So she couldn't say anything. So one, two, three for the roll up here. Uh, looks like we're going to go into a feud with Orange Cassidy, Jimmy Havoc. I'm not mad at that. No, no, not Two at all. different styles, though. It is very two different styles. I, I wonder how they're going to play it with uh, Orange Cassidy. Because Jimmy Havoc is kind of like, he's like Joey Janela. He's, like, he's definitely like a wild wrestler. So I was like, eh. But then again, it could boast for a good match. Mm. Uh, let me get some of what the chat's saying here. Penelope Ford, damn, that's nice. Uh, Penelope Ford is off the market. Damn it, Prince Rockstar wrote. Uh, Randy said everything goes back on the market. Give it time. Terrible. Uh, Casey said, oh, gosh darn. She's off the market. Like, any of us had a chance. I read that one before. Uh, six said Vader was the man and he was a big boy. Exactly. Yeah. You made Leon cry. <laughs> uh, Steve said dad bods are taking over, bro. This is a fact. <laughs> Chuck Taylor is old school wrestling physique. Not ma- exactly, Randy. He is. He is. Um, <laughs> original Biggie just wrote hefty. <laughs> uh, Casey said, but we all know, laugh out loud. Randy said, Arn Anderson, that's the body type. No chiseled look, just a wrestler. And to... Arns was actually really diesel back in the day. Like, he, he had muscles in the 80s. Like, he was killing it. Uh, 
let's see here. Yeah, people are talking about Jericho in the chat. Listen, Jericho can do what he wants, all right? Jericho is the man. Like I said, the body stuff doesn't matter. I'm not a body guy anyway when it comes down to this. Can, can we address... <laughs> Can we address the drug reference? Was that in this match with them? I think it was. Yo, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Tony Schiavone on commentary. I don't remember where this happened in the show, but there was definitely... What did Jericho initiate with it? Do you remember? I, I don't remember, but... Tony Schiavone definitely brought up something about edibles. Uh, edibles? He's like mushrooms? No, edibles. no, I added the shrooms no, did you? Okay. Yeah, I just yeah. said, what, what's he going to be talking about next? Shrooms? Yeah. Well, he brought up edibles, and I was just like, Tony Schiavone. And you always say how he looks like a drug dealer when he's wearing, like, the Florida shirts. I'm telling stuff. you, dude. Put, puts his hand right on his chest, like, you looking? <laughs> Tony Tony Schiavone is the man. I love him, dude. So fun. He can go from like serious to funny. He killed it on the ads tonight. Hey, we'll be right back. I got some nitro vibes. Dude, old 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 school feel to that. Yeah, yeah, really good stuff, man. Um, the good days of nitro, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Uh, ninety six to ninety eight. Well, so <laughs> what was left of nitro? We'll save our WCW bashing for another time. <laughs> uh, Justin Law versus Sean Spears here. Justin Law came out with a mean handprint on his chest already. So I don't know who chopped this boy, but he was not doing too well. Sean Spears came out, though. Um, Sean Spears looked good in this match. This is what I'm talking about. Sean Spears gets wins. I know people were, like, arguing with me saying Sean Spears doesn't get wins, I think, on Facebook. And I'm like, no, he picks up wins. It's just you don't care about them or you don't pay attention to them. Yeah. Um, but, but those are the wins that are going to add up. Yeah, and Sean Spears definitely got rolled up in this match at one point when he was messing with the guy. He gets down amateur wrestling style and was like, just count, you know, say go, and then he'll just come in and do it with Aubrey. And Aubrey's standing there, and Justin Law rolled him up, and I thought he was going to win for a second. I thought that was going to be the moment that, that we had talked about earlier with someone winning, someone you wouldn't expect. <laughs> Uh, Sean Spears ends up not messing around after this and he hits him with a running C4 uh, Death Valley driver it was really good Sean Spears picks up the win a much needed win I think too yes he's still in search of a tag team partner I'm still wondering who it could be or what they're going to do with this you've got options with this AW and I like that they're kind of doing the slow burn with who's going to be his tag partner right and then if you also think about it this is uh, he's on a a two game win streak he beat Cody Rhodes on Dart and I beat Justin on uh, on Dynamite. So that, that's a two-game win streak right now for him. Yeah. I, I think that I yeah. think that's a plus. Hey, can him. we just talk about how Jack Billy Gunn is, too? Oh <laughs> like, when God. I saw him yesterday, I was like, yo, Billy Gunn looks like he would still be my ass. <laughs> Dude, Billy Gunn has to be that South Country bumpkin hick who was like 50-some years old, come out in some dusty-ass cowboy boots, Straw hat, you know he. Yo, why you got Billy Gunn's not all country like this? I mean, he did win a rodeo scholarship. I found out from listening to the unrestricted. That's what I'm saying. But let me say this about Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is a bad boy. Like he never even wanted to get into wrestling. It just happened, fell into his lap. Billy Gunn's probably good at everything. Probably. Uh, he, he he's one of those he's one of those meatheads who is like. <laughs> Just good at every single if thing. Billy, B- dear Billy Gunn, I've never said anything bad about you. If we ever meet you, you could pile drive or give Derek the famous sir. <laughs> it wasn't me, bro. I- I'll accept it. Billy Gunn, <laughs> Billy Gunn was definitely the man back in the day. Yo, Billy Gunn was nice, dude. I think I think he uh, never got his just due or his time frame. But 
Let me say this. Can I just say how funny it was on Dark when uh, Sean Spears called Billy Gunn's son Austin Gunn ass boy. <laughs> He's like, all right, ass boy, keep it over there. Uh, really good lie. I don't know if anybody caught that on the YouTube channel. Uh, let's see what the chat's saying here. Six said Tony was definitely a dope boy. <laughs> see, I told you. Randy, that Spears match was a filler match of the night. Yeah, but like I said, you got to promote these guys and give them some wins. Casey says Spears gets the win over nobodies. Casey, I'm not going to argue that point with you at all. Oh, I'm wait just a minute. Saying... Wait, hold on. Uh, Randy definitely brought up the uh, the, the condoms, too, because <laughs> Jericho mentioned condoms. Like, that was so random. <laughs> all I heard was condoms, edibles, and we were like, what is going on in commentary? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were tripping, bro. They were. They were tripping. But that that's what that's what we need. We need that kind of commentary. <laughs> Randy said Billy Gunn used to break bones in the training center. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I respect it, dude. Billy Gunn's the man. I love Billy Gunn. He's what he I love the New Age Outlaws. They were like one of my favorite tag teams back in the right. day. And, um, and Billy Gunn always used to have like one specific move that he used to do that was like fucking like perfect. Perfect. Yeah, dude, the famous sir. Dude, one time he pressed. If you guys can go back and find this on YouTube somewhere, he had a match with Eddie Guerrero. I think he was the one Billy Gunn. Oh, God, I hated that theme. Uh, he pressed Eddie Guerrero with one hand. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Dude, perfect slam. That was really good. Um, next week's match is for Dynamite, though, before we get to the main event. We've got Kip versus Dustin in the TNT Championship Tournament, another quarterfinal matchup. We've got Jimmy Havoc taking on freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Uh, also in action, we have Brody Lee, and we're going to also see the return of Kenny Omega. Thank you for giving him a week off. See, Casey... The wrestling gods must have heard us complaining last week. Gave Kenny a week off. I'm happy with that. Um, you know what? I know we're getting a hanger now. I gotta remember remember the other part with the uh, the bubbly bunch, uh, the the shit with his kids. Oh, Kid, yeah. kids earmuffs. I'm going to beat the shit out of Kenny Omega. <laughs> like that was so random. Props, props. Definitely, they they have to continue with that. They have to. That that was just stupid fun. Empty arena match though. Um, oh, six set Billy Guns got the uh, a good drop kick too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Him excellent. and Bob Holly, bro, best drop kicks. With, uh, that's up there with like AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Those are some D Dolph Ziggler. Yes, damn best, good drop kicks. Best damn drop kick in the business. You know I always say that, dude. Anytime <laughs> I see a best damn drop kick in the business. Shout out to my man Guzda. Uh, empty arena match. John Moxley, the current AEW champion versus Jake Hager. The title's on the line here. Jim Ross is on commentary. Uh, this was different. It, it was what it was. No. I don't know. Live chat, tell me how you guys felt about this matchup. But when I watched this one, uh, I thought John Moxley and Jake Hager had a good brawl here. I think so, too. It, it made it hard, though, because it was empty arena. And it makes it hard for that. That kind of stuff, because it wasn't it wasn't a brawl in the beginning. It was more so I'm feeling you out like MMA style. I think that when you get to the point in some of these matches, like there were spots where uh, Hager like need the chair, but it wasn't up to Moxley's face. Moxley needed that energy from the crowd to uh, really get into that move, yeah. and it just wasn't there. He's like, dude, I'm not getting crushed for this, and there's nobody in here right now. Right, uh, Jr. I know people were trying to clown JR for some of the bad stuff he said, but JR brought up some good points of this too. 
Why the hell are there barricades if nobody's in here? And why the hell are there chairs everywhere? And he, he was alluding that they were going to use them as weapons and stuff. But JR brought up some good points. Like, ah, right. they should clean this place up a little bit before. This is going to be an empty arena match. Right. It's not really empty. There's right. weapons. <laughs> but that's what we wanted in this. Um, they just brawled for, like, the first half of this. Uh, I love the part where they were in the crowd fighting and Moxley locks on the figure four around the guardrail where the yeah. people go up the steps. Shades of Bret Hart, bro. I used to love the figure four around the ring post. Big fans of this. Definitely. Uh, that, that, that's... that's just, just imagine how different that would have been if there was a crowd. Yeah, I think, well... I think it would have been in a better spot. I feel like John Moxley's been sabotaged a little bit for his title reign, and it's not his fault. It's because of all this bullshit that's going on right now. His title reign hasn't looked as exciting because he's not featured as much because right. they're just trying to get through television tapings and put him in matches, but he's there's no crowd there, and that's why he got the title because the people were behind him at the time. Right. Um, Which I think that's, they, they still will be. It, it's just right now it's... Don't don't give up on John, okay? It, when the crowd when when the crowd gets back, when the fans come back, it's gonna be like it it never changed. Right, this is true. Uh, Casey um, has a comment. I'm gonna read it right after this. The finish basically ends though with the paradigm shift onto the chair for Hager. He tried to put in the ankle lock, but Moxley had defense for it every time. I like how they kind of factor that in right uh the chair shot ends up happening though for the w uh good good stuff here for moxley retains his title talks a lot of uh good stuff into the camera afterwards uh, like i said i'm not disappointed with this and i feel like a lot of people are crapping on jake hager i think he was always a solid wrestler dude this dude is good yeah. he, he may not be your cup of tea and maybe he shouldn't talk i'm not saying he should be the champion but i think he belonged in this spot yeah i i, I think he belonged here because he Let's remember he's uh, he was at before this he was undefeated, never lost a match, and I'm not mad at it. Like I said, I like Hager. Exactly. Um, Casey says that this empty arena match was solid, but friggin' Jr. on commentating solo that muddied it, and it was awful. I'm sorry, he said that was awful. Rob has something in here about muddied. <laughs> uh, Rob said that was a good brawl, but muddied by Jr. going solo. Uh, Jeremy Harris says Moxley ends Hager's undefeated streak. And six said this match wasn't what I thought it would be. You know what? I I gotta I gotta agree because I was thinking more more weapons. But how would you how would you tell someone like I want you to get hit in the face with a ladder or a garbage can and there's no crowd? True. Like I don't know. I think they're probably like that's stupid. Why would I do that? And there's nobody here for the reaction. Right. Uh, six said that he said I was like if Jr. mentions Oklahoma one more damn time. Um, let's see here. Randy says Jake should have won. That was a weak performance by Moxley. I disagree, Randy. I think Moxley was the right guy in this. I, I'm not saying Jake should have been champion. He he did his thing here. Um, Casey comes back. Uh, Prince Rockstar said that was a weak match. Casey comes back and says uh, Jake Hager is from Perry, Oklahoma. It's the Williamsport High School of Wrestling, not far from where JR grew up. Shut up, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Casey always gets me to read some long shit. Uh, and Jesus at Moxley with the W here. Live chat, was this a thumbs up or thumbs down show? Derek, I'm coming to you for the. I know we're both probably gonna say the same thing, thumbs up. But what did you? I like the show much better than last week's personally. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like we like we mentioned last week, give the AEW dark staff some runtime. 
Mm-hmm. And this and this was this was different because this is exactly what they did. They gave AEW Dark Staff runtime. You you don't you don't have all your main roster staff with you, so let somebody else get in and get the work in. You, yeah, let, let's face it. Some of them are probably going to be there to job. That that's it. Some of them are probably going to be there to job. Some of them can definitely go, and you'll never know that unless if you bring them up. And have them wrestle the main card or the main roster staff, or even or and it doesn't even have to be the main roster staff. You can have the dark staff go up against each other and see who shines that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you just got to mix it up with the talent that you have available to you right now. Listen, right. we're we're in the middle of a a horrible thing going on right now, and these are all taped already. So what you have is what you have at this point, right? It, and May make it make it the best that you can make it. Exactly. Um, let's see here. Jesus said thumbs up. Randy said thumbs up. Show Brandon, what's going on, brother? Good to have you in here. It doesn't matter if you're late to the party. We appreciate you. Jeremy Harris said thumbs up. Prince Rockstar said thumbs up. Jesus said good show. Uh, <laughs> Brandon just yelled dirty. <laughs> uh, Randy is not feeling the WWE stuff anymore. And sick, yeah, we are going to talk about it at the end here real quick. Uh, CJ from San Andreas. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> What's good, B? Uh, solid show with no Kenny. Dragged down slightly by the solo commentary from the most overrated announcer ever. Come on, Casey. I like JR. I like Jim Ross. I don't think he's overrated. I think I think JR doesn't get enough, uh, enough credit these days. I feel bad for the dude. I mean, to me, I think JR's just stuck at a point in his life. He doesn't have anything else to do. Does have anything else to like live for? You know what I mean. Like his wife's gone. I just feel bad for the dude. So I'm not gonna let anybody say that. Uh. Uh. Let's see here. Sorry, Conrad. WWE just hired a, you and apologized, but let you go. Okay. And I don't know why Jesus is talking about. Do you want the smoke, Derek? <laughs> All right, guys. The WWE stuff. Uh, Derek, I'll let you. Do you have the list for me? Oh yeah, yeah. Let me pull that up. Uh, while he's pulling that up, today was kind of like, uh, we used to call these Black Fridays for WWE, uh, as far as like lots of releases and everything else, and I truly, truly think it sucks. I'm going off of a list that came from sescoops.com. There may be more releases if I miss any. Uh, I'm sure people in the chat will talk about it, but I trust Scoops as a site. That's my favorite wrestling site to go to. Uh, I know Sean Ross Sapp. Tom Collihue. There's a bunch of people on Twitter that you guys could trust to uh, go to them, but don't believe stuff everybody wrote. And whoever the assholes were who decided to put up like fake pictures of people getting released, you're a jerk, bro. Why would you do something like that? Uh, it just wasn't funny today. You know, like you can save it for a couple days out or whatever if, if that's hilarious to you, but people like lost their jobs here and I feel really bad. Uh, Derek, you want to run down the list of people who were involved in this today? So actually, there, there's there's this list, and then there's kind of like an extended list. There, there was another list that was put out. Um, so right now, we have Drake Maverick, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, EC3, Kurt Hawkins, Leo Rush, Heath Slater, Eric Young, <clears throat> Kurt Angle, Aiden English, Eric Rowan, Sarah Logan, Mike Chioda, Primo and Epico, uh, Mike Kanellis, uh, Maria Kanellis, uh, Zach Ryder, No Way Jose, and Diana Perrazzo. That's that list. 
And then there was another list. Is this the list of furloughed, uh, like, staff people, kind of? The backstage workers? Yeah, I, I believe so. I heard a rumor that a lot of them were furloughed and they could be brought back after this is done, possibly. Yeah, uh, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Dave uh, Finley, Pat Buck, Sean uh, Devary, uh, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, and Lance Storm. Yeah. I think Sarah Stock is Sarah Del Rey, if I'm not mistaken. She was one of the trainers out in the PC for the women. Uh, Sarah Del Rey was a great women's wrestler, if you've ever seen her stuff in Ring of Honor. Um, dude, I don't know what to say about this. Like, It sucks to see anybody lose their job because of this stuff that's going on. This is outside of anybody's control who is dealing with this. And I don't want to get super political here and everything else, but it's just been really odd how everything has worked itself out with this. It's weird how, like, WWE was deemed essential recently, and then all of a sudden some money was exchanged between him and uh, an official. Uh, I don't know if it was for the campaign or for a charity or what it was, but... (sighs) Now you don't. Now you have to release some of your employees that were deemed essential. Right. It just looks bad, I think, on WWE's part right now, and I think a lot of fans aren't happy with it. And like I said earlier, I don't want to speculate on who's going where right now. I think it's too early for that. That Drake Maverick video, that shit made me want to cry, bro. Like he had yeah. tears in his eyes just talking about it. Like that was his dream, probably, to get here. He gets here. He does some good stuff with the twenty four seven title. You have to be a manager, a general manager, and it's like, boof, it's already gone. Right. And, and it seemed like it was like just yesterday that he was here. Like even for even for the majority of them, it seems like that. The one the one that shocked me the most was Eric Young. Like Eric Young has been out of the scene for like three years. You maybe even more. The crazy thing was you didn't even remember Eric Young was on the roster. Yeah, I I completely forgot he was on the roster. Yeah. It's just sad how some guys aren't used. Um, EC3 is another guy who was criminally not utilized right. properly. Um, I, I don't understand calling some people up just to keep them off television sometimes. Uh, and then they brought that 24-7 title. I thought that would get people some shine. And it was working for a little bit, but now we're at this like stuck state for a lot of these guys. Yeah. Um, and I saw Sick ask the question about uh, pickups. Sick, I, I don't even want to speculate on that right now for pickups because I just feel bad for everybody involved. Um, if you want, I can have that chat with you one on one. But for right now, I don't. Even, I don't want to speculate on that even with the podcast. Just wild, man. Just wild how everything happened with this. Um, let's see here. The uh, Casey just came in and said, nobody make jokes. Uh, this shit is sad. My multi-billion dollar company laid a lot of people off today too. Shit is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people said they forgot about the uh, colognes being still hired. They've been working over in Puerto Rico for the most part, but they're still technically under WWE. Uh, I think they've been working in their father's promotion. Or, well, I know it's Primo's dad. I don't know um, if Epico's really their cousin or whatever the situation is. But crazy. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know, man. 
there's no right way to do this. Uh, I really feel for everybody involved in this. And Rob brought up a good point earlier in the chat. This is the best time to support these dudes. If people got pro wrestling tea stores up, go support these guys. Uh, especially if it was someone that you thought could have done more. Right. Uh, when you spend the money, that's the things that promoters notice. Uh, social media things where people get behind someone. People notice these things. So do that stuff. Help out the wrestlers that you cared for uh, in this. Because there's some good people in there. Uh, we brought up names like Rusev. I know a lot of people were are big Rusev fans. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he do, does next. But nothing is open either from any of this. Right. So there's no way that people are, can go to uh, AEW or Impact or Ring of Honor. And I think with some of these releases, um, some of the smaller companies could benefit and get some people. We talk about New Japan's tag division all the time and how weak it is. Maybe New Japan could pick up some teams from this. Uh, I just hope that everything gets back to normal soon so people can do what they have to do. It's been it's been rough on everybody. Uh, we both work in the healthcare field, and we've been going to work every day still. Like I'm still going to work every day, and still coming in to produce this podcast the same way I was before. So for me, nothing has changed except for just dealing with more crap at work. So I'm kind of stressed from that. Uh, I same know, here. same thing for you, dude. It's got to be like just more people coming in, more hysteria probably at your job. Not not even that, man. Like. I think the part that that's really bothering me with this whole situation is now I'm sure everybody's experiencing this. Like a lot of doctors' offices are not seeing a lot of a lot of their patients. They're doing tele telehealth over you know over video chat, which is which is a nice addition. This should have been in place years ago for uh, for patients that could that can't leave the house. You know what I mean? Like bedridden pe people. We knew that this was coming a long time ago. I think the worst thing about it is that there wasn't a plan in place for some people uh, for what to do with these situations. And I think this is going to affect, putting it back on the wrestling end of things, contracts going forward. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to have wording in there. If there is a disaster, we still should get our money. Or right. if there is a disaster, we get X amount percent of the money from the time the disaster occurs for the rest of the contract. Right. Um, so some something to help people live because let's just face it, everybody that got released, if they haven't been stacking their money, are all probably fucked. And like realistically, probably fucked. Yeah, and you know what, Casey brought up just a, a great point too with Rusev. Rusev was the guy who put up uh, twenty grand. I think he put up eighteen or twenty grand, and he gave it to employees who weren't working at the time. Right. So, I mean, come on. That, like, that, that, that was some good stuff that he did here. And that's, I don't know, man. That's just where it winds up going right. towards for him. And, and, and just, just, to, just to make it plain and simple, it's, it's, this is serious. People are losing their livelihoods. Let's not make a joke out of it. Yeah, I know some people want to be funny and put up little things like, not funny, man, because... Right, because then you do something like this, and then karma hits you, and you start bitching. Like, but well, this is what you what you did to somebody else. You were laughing at them for losing their job. Now you lost yours. Yeah. And then you want sympathy from other people. Yeah, there's a lot of people laid off. I'm sure there's people in the chat right now laid off or not getting paid, and it sucks. Or they're trying to get unemployment benefits. It's, it's no fun, man. And... 
I really just hope that everybody who's in the chat who supports everything pro wrestling, I want you and your family to be healthy, and I wish you guys the best right now. I don't know where this economy is going to be, especially here in the United States or even in your local economy in New York, wherever you may be. I'm in Buffalo, so I don't know what the economy is going to be like after this. It's kind of a scary thing. Like, nothing is for certain. The stock market, I'm, I like to invest one day it's up one day it's down i don't know what to expect from this market right now and i don't think there's a real answer that anybody can give at this point so all i can say is this thank you guys for supporting everything pro wrestling if you bought a t-shirt you used the manscape code if you're in here just chatting to take your mind off of things to talk pro wrestling i appreciate you guys even if you come in here i know some of you guys have jokes at my expense i appreciate that shit and we go back and forth and you know the whole Derek censored thing we, we get it. It's all part of the act. It's all part of our show when we're doing this. But I really do appreciate the hell out of you guys. I say it all the time, but I want you to know that I mean it. And I really do mean it. Like, I don't say bullshit just to say it. Uh, I'm keeping it a stack about that. And uh, I appreciate people who just come by and talk. Uh, I appreciate you coming over just to chill, watch the wrestling. Definitely. Yeah, man. So thank you guys so much for that. Uh, this will be the end of this episode of Everything Pro Wrestling. If you guys are listening, thank you. Take care of your family, be safe, and come back and enjoy some pro wrestling with us, man. Exactly. We're out for this episode of Everything Pro Wrestling. Peace. Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh, this the podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many whose hand can understand uh, everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes.